182. It's coming from at Trap Yoga Bay. No is a full ass motherfucking sentence. If I said no, it's just no. But I want you all to know that I too was once a people pleaser. I too thought that I had to have a really great explanation for why I needed to take care of myself. I, I didn't believe that I could just go off a hunch. I didn't believe that I could just trust my gut. I didn't believe that I could be like, I don't fucking like the vibe and so I'm out this motherfucker. So there was a time too in my life where I was like, let me carefully craft and curate why it is that I can't do that. And then I learned over the years of explaining my why I have to say no to people that they don't give a fuck about why I have to say no because all they want me to do is say yes to them. No is a full ass motherfucking sentence. If I said no, it's just no. Me first say I completely agree with her. Um, and thinking back on it in the past, when I was younger, I was definitely a people pleaser. Then I had to stop and think to myself, why am I, why do I even care what others think? It's like, this is just me. Um, and in the past, it caused me really unnecessary drama. Oh, and I tried my best to just remove those people from my life because they're not really needed. My initial reaction to this was, wow. And yeah, people often simply do not care why you cannot do something for them. They only care about the fact that you cannot do it for them regardless of what your reason is. And my connection, I say that I'm an open book and I often over explain my reasoning for things and why I can or can't do something. Because I'm like, well, I, you know, I'm an open book and I'm always an honest, I'm like honest Abe, right? You know, and I always often over explain things and people seem less into why you can't as it is, they just want you to do it for them. That's the main thing. And sometimes the explanation, but I would write, I will say sometimes the explanation helps because so people can't misconstrue your reason for your no or at least you will be explicit about that. So it, it, it wouldn't necessarily come back and bite you later on. Like, oh, you said no because, and just whatever, may, whatever reason they make up. So that's part of the reason that I will sometimes explain and sometimes over explain my reasoning, but I also remember, I don't know, but ultimately you, you should make decisions with your health in mind. And I acknowledge how before I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, I was a yes to all things, even at my own expense 
kind of guy. And at my own, uh, the expense of my physical health, as I huh, later found out. And not knowing that I was harming my own body. Some, okay. Sometimes yes is a good thing, but you have to find your healthy balance. It's not necessarily that you want to always say no just because, but you have to find your healthy balance. What's healthy for you? And this kind of goes back to what she was saying about healthy for herself. And yeah, I, I do acknowledge that how they say sometimes stress is what can bring people to MS. So be healthy, do what's healthy for you. Love yourself, self-love, we gotta do it. All right, I love you, you love me. Basic complexity, do you want one minute? I was just gonna say, I fully agree with you and that definitely grew to have the same or have the mindset that I need to worry about myself and not worry about everyone else because everyone else is not necessarily going to be there for me when I need them and I learned the hard way years ago. I will say that you're absolutely right. Yeah, a lot of times people don't care about your situation. They only care about your situation as it relates to them. And if you have a time in need, they won't necessarily be there. Sometimes some people are. Sometimes some people are. Yes. You know, sometimes some people are not. So, you, you know, again, just find the happy balance in your yes and your no. Period. Sometimes it's a no. Sometimes it's a yes. Sometimes it's a maybe. Let me go home and think about it. Anyway. But let's get to the tea he wants for real. And single, black, five feet six inches, 195 pounds. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. I am daddy bisexual. I am into bears, muscle, daddies, discreet, bisexual. Pronouns and gender identity, man. My sex preferences and safety practices, versatile condoms. Accepts NSFW, not safe for work, content. Not at first. What I do. I'm cool men looking for cool PPL to chill with, get to know you, and take it from there. What I'm looking for, someone to chill with, take it from there. What interests me? I'm freak inward in my own way. Sexual health, status negative. Last tested, 
June 2022. All right, and I'll go first. And yes, I give him a three star. Now, he's quite handsome. I don't like the fact that he only had one pick and it was black and white and he didn't have any age. And he calls himself a daddy, but in that one pick, he kind of looked in his 20s. So he's probably like 29 and calls himself old at 29. I'm like, stop it. But, you know, I, I, I question, um, does the daddy classification require you to pay at all times or only in the bedroom? Anyway, but um, as far as my two likes, I love the fact that he represented hashtag Black Lives Matter on his profile. And I love the fact that he said for the NSFW content that he said, not at first which to me, thirsty me, if we were uh, in a dating realm, I would interpret that as, oh, he's somebody who's looking for more, you know, because he's implying that not yet. Like he wants to grow with you first. I'm like, okay, sure. Anyway, as far as my dislike, I dislike how he said that he's, looking for cool people to chill with, get to know, and take it from there. And what I dislike about it, I don't hate him for it, but I, I feel for him for it. Because that is exactly, 100%, exactly what I used to put in my profiles. And that was really just because I didn't want to seem like I was thirsty, looking for more, even though ironically, I was looking for more and at times thirsty. Ah, you're thirsty. I bet nobody remembers that song by Mariah Carey. Well, somebody, somebody remembers it, but Thirsty by Mariah Carey. Anyway, I, I actually like that song a lot. And um, I feel that Gen Z gets it. And, and that's why so many of our Gen Z young adults are getting married. I'm like, yes, Gen Z, y'all better represent and make it happen. And yeah, because ooh, for me, I would look to build with somebody. And yeah, so it looked like it kind of worked for me. I'll save it for the one minute. My initial response um, was definitely the written profile and pick presentation. I would say with this pick, actually, believe it or not, I gave him a four. Um, and I could look in his face, tell he's obviously legal. So, yeah, um, the exact age, I'm not certain. But um, with the written profile, I definitely give him a 
two, and that was mainly because he kept things short and straight to that point. I appreciate that. Um, but my dislike was also kind of the same thing because he was so short, wasn't really detailed. So I wasn't really picking up anything about his personality. For myself, it did actually work for me being that way and being like, you know, I just want somebody to chill with, take it from there. It did work for me because I, I did find men to connect with romantically and grow with um, at, up to the end of the honeymoon stage because I've already explained that that was part of my problem. I would work with a dude up to the honeymoon stage and at the end of the honeymoon stage, I'd be like, ah, we're done here and end it just, just, just like that and not realize that's what I was doing, but that's what I was doing, ending things after the honeymoon stage. And again, I dislike his use of the N-word. My conclusion for his profile, it screams that he's 20-something, 20-something. But I, I, I say, keep on pressing, though, brother. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. Keep, keep, keep on pressing. Yes, we make it. All right? Anyway. Hey, Shorty. The fact that 20 years ago was in 2001 and not in the 80s doesn't sit well with me. Um, yeah, just that it's something you would just have to accept in its reality. On internet menus, scrolling down to 1983 used to be short and cute, but now it's like an age emphasizing deep dive plunge. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Trying to find 1983. Anyway, this has been week 182. I'm Aaron Mack. You can find me, Aaron Mack, at versetv.com. And you can find us all over. Just search hashtag V E R S T E A V. Hashtag versetv. We're all over. We're about to get a YouTube handle eventually. Mm. But, um, yes. Basic complexity? There we go. Yeah, I could definitely be found at Basic Complexity at versetv.com. And that's more or less two words, basic and complexity. Just merge them together, no space, no underscore, just two words merged together. Excellent. And again, hashtag verse TV, basic complexity. Can you do the honors 
of the hand. Uh, uh, hold on. Well, yeah. Yeah. Let's try. Trying to figure things out. There it is. You, you've got it. There we go. Hashtag Verse TV. V E R S T E A V. This has been week 182. Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, aka Basic Complexity. Hashtag Verse TV family. Hashtag Verse TV. 182.